I kind of wanted to jump right in here and be able to sing like the Buccaneers rolling with the Bay song since that's a big deal today. But we ain't in no Super Bowl festivities, so I'm going to hold back on that one, all right? Uh, DJ Eakin, Crisco Kid here. The Players Playlist is back. Uh, Super Bowl Week Edition. Crisco, I'm a little bit jealous, okay? I'm going to go ahead and tell you that before we get started because you are in the middle of everything. You're out there in Arizona. Um, yeah. Look, man, look, I'm, I'm not even going to be a hater. What's the weather like? What, what, give me, give me, give me just a little insight on the festivities before we get into things because we're waiting for a guest here. But um, you know, g- give me a little insight on the Super Bowl festivities as you see them from the Crisco Kid eyes. Egan, I mean, you know what it is. I mean, we, with Tampa Bay hosting a couple of years ago, with Miami hosting a couple of years ago. Yes, sir. It's like, but without the tropical weather, this is that dry heat that dry perfectness that we're experiencing out here because the weather's beautiful. It's a cool 70-something degrees. The sun is starting to come up today. There's a lot of people just starting to get in town. The NFL Super Bowl experience popped off this past weekend. We already got the celebrity sightings people are looking forward to. And, and we're talking about, it, it seems like every year, the parties just keep getting bigger and bigger and bigger. I mean, we're taking over airport hangars out here in Scottsdale. Uh, then we got the the Waste Management Golf Tour with the PGA happening the same week. So when you talk about a lot of money in the Valley of the Sun, um, I have new realtor business cards because best believe Patrick Mahomes yesterday was talking about how he's looking for a house out here. And during the opening night with the press, I said, let me be your realtor. He goes, ha ha, really? So I'm going to play that clip. I got that coming up on social. So there's going to be a lot of people, a lot of opportunity to shine some light on the great things that are happening out here. And over, they said, 1 million people at any given moment downtown in a certain block at any given moment just continues to be repeating from 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. It's going to be crazy. Um, you know what, Crisco? I'm still jealous. Okay, I, I know you tried to give me that in the best way possible to give me that, you know, uh, that that you know that that not to throw it in your face, Eakin experience you just tried to give me. But I'm a little bit jealous, Crisco. Um, let me let me let me ask you this part. Um, celebrity wise, any any celebrity sightings out there so far? Because Crisco, you you be in the mix, so I, I know that you've seen some folks out there. Yeah, so, I mean, I don't want to name drop too many people, but there were a lot of, like, athletes, obviously, to expect that. Right. Uh, some people that, um, well, let me just say this. Let me just say this. Over the weekend, a couple of athletes that, I don't want to say B-list athletes, but the people that may not be as active right now, uh, maybe kind of just trading, kind of figuring some things out, Super Bowl experience. But then there were some legends, like uh, Cordell Stewart. You know what I mean? People forget about him signing autographs. Wow. Today. Um, but... I think what we're waiting on is the big people that were leaving the Grammys. They had to let that happen first in L.A. Now they're starting to fly in. And that's right. what we're starting to Because last night looked a little different than what it looked like on a Saturday over the weekend. And uh, I'm sure you know GT or you ran into him. He does like the um, the halftime entertainment for all pretty much. I, if, I feel like it's all the teams, not just the NFL, but NBA as well. Um He's walking around talking about how he's got this person and this person. And, hey, if I wanted to go to this mansion party and Michael Blackson's on the way and Baby Bash and Slim Thug and Paul Wall. And, <laughs> yeah, it's a lot of name dropping. And I feel I like if say- I dropping, it makes me feel douchey. So I don't want to do that necessarily. I was going to say, uh, GT ain't afraid to name drop, though. He 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 letting you know who who's in the vicinity. Hey, hey Crisco, so, so is there – okay – because it, this always happens too, right? And 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 I know you've been in this a while, Crisco. But is there any party 
that you are looking forward to or anything that you are looking forward to happening this week that you're like, this doesn't happen in Arizona normally. I This doesn't happen in Phoenix. Yes, I've done a lot, but I am looking forward to this with the Super Bowl being in town. Drake, Drake at the hangar party. That's what I'm saying. Um, you know how Justin wait, Bieber. Wait a damn minute. Wait a damn minute. We didn't have no Drake at the hangar party when the Super Bowl was here in Tampa. Yeah, there's um, they've already got strict security in the airfield space in Scottsdale. Uh, it's the same people that do Betsy, Bootsy, uh, Bootsy Bellows and, uh, and, and, and all those different joints out in L.A. Right. Uh, that, that same group has rented out a hangar, airplanes and all that in Scottsdale. That's going to be a pretty big movie right there. Uh, Gronk Beach. Uh, you know, Gronk knows how to party. And that's going to be popping. A lot of people talking about Shaq's Funhouse. Uh, Shaq will be there, Diplo. I mean, Lil John's got something happening. Uh, Rick Ross will be out here. Flo Rida will be out here. Um, and then Guy Fieri. If you're into food, this is going to be Guy Fieri's tailgate. And that's wow. going to be in front of the stadium. And they're having food trucks, vendors, just a lot of big stuff. Guy Fieri's throwing that. The only bad thing about that one, it's about $400 to like get in for like your little VIP spot, right? But as soon as the game starts, you can't watch the game at the tailgate. So it's like this big pre-tailgate. And then once the game starts, you got to go somewhere. They're not showing. I I think, yeah, I think I probably would have passed on that one. Because once you go somewhere and you're kind of in it, right? You start eating, you start drinking. You don't necessarily want to leave that to go have to find a game. And that's the problem with that party. So people are like, ah, I don't know. But Margaret T. Hans Park, that's a free event. And I like the way that the NFL this year has uh, negated some of the costs, like $20 for the NFL experience, kids 12 and under, they're absolutely free. And that $20, it's not $20, but then you got to pay like $20 in taxes and fees and all that. It's a flat $20. You can ride the rail for free all around town. And at Margaret T. Hans Park, which is like the big park downtown, uh, that is free. And they have a lot of concerts, a big Super Bowl watch party. And so I like the fact that they're giving back a lot to the city. To not just Phoenix, not Glendale, but to Chandler, Mesa, Tempe, all the different cities surrounding Phoenix. And uh, the NFL seems to really be in tap with the uh, Arizona host committee uh, and, and shining some light on different causes, different artists, different restauranteurs, different entrepreneurs, and, and helping kind of elevate their businesses as well. And I do appreciate that this year. <laughs> Okay. Okay. Well, well, Crisco gave us the inside. You know, we might have to do uh, do what I call a halftime show if Crisco's got time this week. Or maybe I'll just check in with Crisco on like uh, IG Live. Maybe we'll get some of that popping off because Crisco out there having, look, Drake in the hangar party. I got to make some calls here with the Tampa Entertainment because we ain't have no Drake in the hangar party. We had some parties out here. We did? How does Jason know about the Drake in the hangar party? Wait a damn. You know what? I might have to give up my Tampa's most connected DJ title. If, if, if I know about the Drake in the hangar party, I don't know. I was in the middle of quite a few things here though. So um, I was in the middle of some hangers, but Drake wasn't there. <laughs> okay. Well, well, um, Crisco, um, we have a guest today. Um, um, Roxy is in the green room. I'm, I'm hoping that, you know, I, I think she's kind of getting herself ready. Crisco, uh, Roxy is super duper, like if there was ever a part of the story that somebody can tell you that they know about DJ Eakin, like this would be Roxy, like college, like this is my girl right here. She is doing mornings now at Power 99 in Philly. And Roxy, if I get any of this wrong, please correct me. Uh, of course, Crisco, you know how we like to do this, right? We like to get 
get our friends in this game, you know, on this little players playlist thing that we rocking with here, right? And someone that can also talk the relationship between entertainment and sports. Um, so Roxy, please say hello to my man Crisco. He is heavy out in Phoenix. He's he is heavy in this game, period. He's Given me the pleasure of having ha- being the other half of this players playlist podcast that we got popping off here. Roxy Crisco, you are now officially introduced. Good morning. <laughs> I appreciate everybody being here. Um, Roxy, I know you got to move soon. So um, along with the dopeness that you are in Philly, Power 99 and all that, and we would like to have you back. But in specifics today, what I want to talk to you about is. The Eagles are in the Super Bowl. And we know if you are any kind of an Eagles fan or know anything about the Eagles, and to this point, when the Eagles come to Tampa Bay, if we don't do anything else, I get an email or a text that says, hey, no Meek Mill, no Meek Mill, no Meek Mill, no dreams and nightmares in warmups today. No matter how many players. Yes, I do. Certain things. Hey, we know what that song means to the Eagles, so we ain't trying to give them no ammo. So, Bringing everybody up real quick, we know DJ Drama is also from Philly. Drama, pretty heavy mixtape dude. We also know that a certain newer artist, Lil Uzi Vert, is also from Philly. Now, if you follow this sports thing as we do, when you talk about the Eagles and any kind of a hype song with Philadelphia, period, now, and the song is just huge, it's classic now, shouts out to Meek Mill, Dreams and Nightmares is one of those songs. Mm-hmm. But as of late, Lil Uzi Vert dropped the banger. Wanna rock, right? Mm-hmm. Wanna rock? Am I? Am I? And 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 I can't lie. Like it's it to me. It took a minute to heat up, but it's heating up now. Like kind of crazy. And with your Eagles in the Super Bowl, things are heating up super heavy. So drama, who actually is owns the label that Lil Uzi Vert is signed to, Generation Next, got caught at the airport by TMZ, and he had this to say about the changing of the guard, maybe when it comes to songs and the Philadelphia Eagles. Here you go, folks. Philly's in the Super Bowl. Of course. And you're like a, the, the mayor out there. I got to know, man. You know, <laughs> anything special up the sleeve, man. Well, you know, you did see uh, Lil Uzi Vert bring out the Eagles to victory against the 49ers, but I just want to rock. I, I think it's fair to say that I just want to rock uh, has replaced, with all due respect, dreams and nightmares as the new anthem of Philadelphia, as the new anthem of the Philadelphia Eagles this year. So um, I'm looking forward to hearing that song many, many times Super Bowl weekend. Maybe at a celebration that, party. That's all I need sure. right there. That's like, all I need. That's all I need. Now, um, Roxy, you being a guest, you being on the block <laughs> in Philly, let's just let me get your initial thoughts on is Wanna Rock by Lil Uzi, Lil Uzi Vert about to move mixed dreams and nightmares out of the way? Absolutely not. <laughs> she gave let us a head shake first, Crisco. <laughs> Let me tell you, let me first say this. So, you know, I'm not like Philly born, right? But I've been here for four years. Right. The time that I've been here, I don't know anybody that considers drama the mayor of Philly. <laughs> so that's number one. Okay. I mean, maybe I'm, I'm just saying, maybe I'm like not in those circles, but I don't know anybody that considers drama the mayor of Philly. That's number one. Number two. You said it before, Uzi is signed to his label, so he is biased towards that song. So, of course, he's going to push it. Uh, number three, 
It just came out. It is a new song. There is literally no way that you could possibly say that Uzi's Just Wanna Rock has replaced Meek's Dreams and Nightmares, who have been rocking with this for 10 years. Um, even Uzi said, there's no way that that's possible right now. Even he came out and said, no, no, no. We, maybe it'll stand the test of time. We got to wait and see. But you, you can't even say that right now. Right. So... It, well, in drama's defense about the mayor thing, right? I'm like you. That's a stretch for him being mayor of Philadelphia. But I think drama drama is originally before he went to college in Atlanta. He's from Philly, I think. I do think that that's where his association comes. Um, Crisco, you want to jump in here? I know you 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 on this music thing too. Look, uh, look, look. Uh, last night we actually talked about this, and I'll play that clip. I just got to edit the video where Patrick Mahomes even kind of jumped in a conversation, and uh, to the oh. fact that I think uh, his generation and the team is. You know, he said he's eliminating dreams and nightmares from the playlist uh, on the Chiefs of what they're doing. Uh, understandably so. But the team does like that song kind of in warm ups. Um, but it's kind of cut from the playlist this week. But when comparing the two, he said that their team in the generation that he's a part of still rocks with dreams and nightmares. But if you pay attention, if you listen closely, drama knows what he's doing. Right. He used the words correctly. He said this year. He didn't say replace it at all. Yes. Time. He didn't throw that when he was giving that statement out because drama knows he can't even make that statement, right? And, and it is, he's got, and we don't even know if if, if, if the Eagles or, or if drama had paid the Eagles or the broadcasting company for Uzi to bring out the team. There's a lot of things that happen all the time in entertainment deals. We don't know what may have happened to maybe elevate that record to a different status as well. So we can appreciate the song. I use a little Uzi joint uh, like on my Instagram video, two or three Reels just a go like on Saturday because I appreciate it. I know what it is, but there's no way at this moment right now and moving forward that it will still replace dreams and nightmares. I'm sorry, man. That's an anthem. It's an anthem. Yeah, that, that Meek Mill record is crazy. Well, well, Roxy, let, I know you have to go soon. What's it like in Philly right now, though? I mean, are y'all like how 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 if, if you could go give me a one to ten, how confident is the city of Philadelphia that y'all about to walk away with a trophy? Oh, 100. Oh wow! <laughs> well, can, can I just tell you? Can I just tell you? Even Alexa thinks the Eagles are going to win. <laughs> oh, oh, oh! Ask Alexa. Ask Alexa who's going to win the big game and see what her answer is. Going to win the Super Bowl this Sunday. Boy, yeah, you're lucky I can hear it right now. Oh, she, didn't, oh, she didn't get it. <laughs> She's talking. <laughs> I don't know if you heard. Like in December, where a group of experts and, and including some psychics said that um, uh, they predicted a, a couple of things. One was that 50 million birds and chickens will be destroyed. Another thing was that um, the Eagles would win the Super Bowl this week, this year. So I don't know. Are you into psychics or anything like that? Do you believe the psychics and these experts? Has the city felt that as well? I am not into psychics, uh, but I think that numbers don't lie. <laughs> and if you look at Philly's record this uh, season, there's no question about it. They're taking home this this uh, this Super Bowl. <laughs> look, I, look, anybody walking around Philly right now has the utmost confidence. Roxy, 
um, a, a big deal right now that they're talking about, right, with this Super Bowl is that Jalen Hurts and Patrick Mahomes, two black quarterbacks in the Super Bowl, yeah. first time ever. There's something else that I want to visit here. And by you being a woman in this industry, right? And like I said, you know how much I think, how highly I think of you because I've been there and seen your story. We were college kids together. When you look at Jalen Hurts' team, though, agent Nicole, I think it's Pervy. She's his agent, his management, all his main like circle are women in this sports thing. When you see that, right, being a woman in this sports and entertainment thing, because it all kinds of goes real close together, how proud are you of that and how much hope does it give you like for the women behind you and even the things that you're trying to accomplish in your career? Oh, it it's amazing. I am extremely happy, extremely excited. Um, there's also an assistant uh, coach for the Eagles, Autumn Lockwood. She is the going to be the first black female coach in the Super Bowl, there's wow. been four. She will be four, but she's the first black one. So it's extremely exciting. It also proves that, you know, women, women can uh, compete with men when it comes to these positions. They don't have to get locked out the way for so many years. You thought, oh, women can't do it. Women can't do it. No, they can do it. Right. So what would you tell, you know, Lil Roxy right now? What would you tell Lil Roxy at 15, 16, it's like, I think I want to do sports and entertainment, but you know, it's all the boys. I can't, I, I just see the guys on TV. What would you tell 15, 16 year old Roxy? Right oh now? man, I would tell her to put her big girl panties on and woman up, okay? Because men, I mean, women can do just anything men can do, if not better. Well, um, th there you go with that. Um, I, I know that you have to go because you got some things to do. I'm, I'm glad that you took this this time to rock here with me and Crisco. Um, I would like to get on your calendar to have you on the players playlist officially for like a, you know, a longer period of time, because I'm sure um, like. I will say this this time that Crisco and I get to spend with folks like yourself that are in this game with us, like we really do appreciate it and respect it. And we figure that we we really and I, I think I speak for Crisco when I say this, like the respect that we have for our peers and being able to rock with them and talk to them about other things that aren't just the simple pop culture things that run across our screens all day. Like to see this Super Bowl experience and you be actually be in Philly, like to get that inside because Crisco giving me everything on the ground. Like I'm already mad that Crisco's about to go to the Drake hanger party and I don't even remember the Drake hanger party when this party when the Super Bowl was here in Tampa. So that's another story. But no, I appreciate it. Where can they find you at on social media? Because I know you're moving all over. Uh, at Roxy Romeo, R-O-X-Y-R-O-M-E-O. -O -O. OK. Thank well. you, guys. And now that I know how to work my computer, I'll be ready. <laughs> OK. Crisco, you wanted to drop in one more thing? Yeah. Why do y'all get so crazy in Philly as far as whether you win or you lose? <laughs> when you look at the news channel, Right when I, the news channel, how old am I? Good Lord. When you watch the news, you're watching social media and you just see Philly going crazy. If you don't even have a headline on the bottom, you can't tell if they won or if they lost. It's like the same, everybody jumping on the polls, they're doing whatever they got to do. Like, is that just like really, really part of Philly culture? And yes. then y'all got three on the way. Philly about to be a movie. No, it really is. Like the first time they won the Super Bowl, I was in Vegas and all I saw was what was on the news. And I was like, yo, they're crazy. And now that I'm actually here, I'm like, no, they really are crazy uh, because they really do grease all of the poles and it does not stop them. They find ways to climb up the poles. They're jumping on bus stops. I mean, it really is absolutely insane. You, you I mean, it's really an understatement when you say Philly fans, you will find 
there are no other fans of like Philly fans. It's, they're really one of a kind. And I don't. know they're annoying to a lot of people, but, but they don't care. <laughs> Yo, hey, hey, Crisco. Hey, Crisco, watch this. Crisco. Yeah, but them Dallas fans think they better than y'all. They could think what they want. Don't mean they right. <laughs> and that was another thing that I thought was so crazy that there were a lot of Dallas fans in Philly. I'm like, how is that even possible? But yeah, Philly fans, Philly uh, uh, Eagles fans definitely outnumber the Dallas fans. Well, well, Crisco, you see how we get this inside info when we have the right people on here, Crisco? You see, we get the right people here. We get the inside from the streets. See, we ain't got to ask. We, we got the inside from right on the block. See, we on the Philly block. Roxy, again, I appreciate you, man. Crisco, um, uh, yeah. So when you get time, let's match up calendars. Let's have you back. Matter of fact, matter of fact, can you look at the calendar next week? Crisco, if Crisco's up for it. I am okay with moving the recording time because I want to know the reaction, whether you guys win or lose this Super Bowl this weekend. Crisco and I can have you back and get your insight of how it feels in Philly one way or the other. So you just look at your calendar. Let us know a day that you can record. And if Crisco can move some things around because he's on the West Coast, I'm up for it. We'll record around your schedule so we can get that that what happened in Philly after the Super Bowl. All right, I will look at my calendar and we can talk about the win after. I guess she told us. (laughs) Thank you, Roxy. (laughs) Bye, guys. Yo, Crisco. um, You know what, Crisco? Now now I want to go to Philly. Now I want to go to Philly if they win, Crisco. Bro, no, you go to you go to Philly. I'm not going there. I'm not. I'm not going. I'm not going to pat on that in the middle of the street. No, it ain't, no. Hey, oh, hey, look, Crisco. All you gotta do, look, when you go to a place like Philly, if I'm if I'm correct, Jason gives me the head nod when I'm correct. You just don't go in there and opposing team's jersey, right? Like you just you just go if it, if it's a celebration, like if they if they win, right? Let's say they win. You are risking your life to go into some of their parties or their events or in that parade and try to tell them that your team is better. They got lucky. Just don't do it. Don't don't Bro, go to their event. Just go to their event and enjoy it. Or lose. You don't. It's the same. It's the same vibe. Except they're doing it with a smile on their face. Same discussion, but with a smile on their face. <laughs> no you know what i'm blown by though because i because they didn't do that here in tampa maybe because you know like and and i don't think that philly has won that much more than we have when she said that they greased the poles so that they can't climb them yeah. <laughs> is that why you don't want to go crisco because it's that crazy i was gonna make a whole grease in the pole comment but i better <laughs> Crisco, um, look, man, I just want to see a good game. So I figure this is a perfect chance for me to put you on the spot. Who's going to win it, Crisco, and what's going to be the score? Look, man, I think we all love just Patrick Mahomes as a personality. Um, you, you know, I think that the, even yesterday it looked like the Chiefs have just they are just America's or one of just the fans' favorites, man. People like them, but the Eagles are coming to play and watching them and how they just easily went through, you know, granted the 49ers didn't have Brock Purdy. They didn't have Trey Lance. They didn't have Jimmy G. Um, It looked pretty easy and not to take anything away from Kansas city at all, but I just think they got a a just tremendous momentum. Jalen Hurst looked good. um, And they seemed a little more serious. It was more about business from what I noticed yesterday at opening night. And I'm going to roll with the psychics and the experts that I predicted 
the Eagles to win. I'm going to just go with that. I like Kansas City, but I'm going to have to roll with the Eagles on this one. Okay. So, so are you saying that most of the things that you've watched are saying that the, the Chiefs are going to win? Like most of the things that you've like, like watching sports news, right? Let's, let's talk about, let's just use ESPN Fox because they're in the center of everything, right? Are you saying that most of the things that you've watched with guys coming on these shows, they're counting the Eagles, I mean, they're counting the Chiefs out? Or is that what, I'm just making sure I'm getting the right thing from that. Just strictly a weirdo going off what a group of psychics hanging around the table said that they were going to think because they predicted other things that are happening so far in January. Right. And uh, I'm thinking they're just kind of know something that we should all know. Oh, because because I, the reason I asked that is because like a lot of things that I've been watching. Right. And, and it kind of mm-hmm. blows me because to your point of how great that most of us believe that Patrick Mahomes is right. Most of the things that I've been watching. I was starting to feel like, and I think I've mentioned this to Jason as well, that a lot of folks aren't even giving the Chiefs a chance. And I'm like, did we forget who's on the other side of the ball? Like like this dude, Patrick Mahomes, to me, and again, it's a team sport. I do think that they will have to play their best to beat Philly. But the notion that they don't have a chance, right. it was kind of mind-blowing to me as I was hearing it from from different – and that's what, that's what made me ask you that. Like I said, a lot of things that I'm hearing from guys that are on these sports shows and, and people you know that I look up to because I, I like talking this sports thing with you, right? I think that, that doing this, right, it excites me. And so I watch people that do it, and I think a lot of them do it very well. A lot of folks, to me, seem to like not be giving the Chiefs a fighting chance. And to that point, I do believe – that the Chiefs' defense will have to really step up. I believe that wholeheartedly. I believe they can't let the Eagles just begin to run rough shot and bully them because if that happens, Mahomes has the ball a lot less. And that, to me, is how you can beat them if you keep the ball out of his hands. But it was—it just seemed like I was catching this notion that the Chiefs didn't really have a have a chance, and and I can't I can't vibe with that. Yeah, you know, it's kind of like the vibe I got as well. Let me just make an analogy. You know, you got the uh, the the model type, real masculine, chiseled jaw, works out every day kind of guy, and uh, then you got like me, and then like, <laughs> when you, and then when people talk about, oh, who's gonna come in and kind of win this competition? That could be, uh, let's say, let's say it's the Bachelor, and then everybody's like, yeah, this guy's too friendly, or he's just too whatever, and not me per se, but like a me type or whatever, and they're all thinking it's not gonna be the models that train hard and they're really good at dating and they know what to say, but somehow. The guy that's not so serious and is just like an everyday cool guy with some personality every once in a while can get in there and sneak in and Mr. Steal Your Girl. It, it just happens sometimes. And we might be able to see that. Or you can think about the Russian and Rocky, how, you know, maybe the Chiefs, uh, they're, they're getting in that heart of a champion, like Rudy Tomjanovich said in basketball. But we're going to see that heart of a champion really come out versus the team that might be mechanically trained, like with the Russian and just like really focused on fundamentals and playing really great and being real serious and about the business. Um, but will the heart of a champion potentially win this Sunday? Maybe that's kind of like the best analogy I can think of to kind of relate what might be going on right now. Right. And, 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 and I'm, I, I hope that I'm saying this right. So people don't go, well, you can, we know that that's how it works to me. Whoever brings their a game or a plus game this week, is going to win this game. And I mean, I know that goes without saying, right? But I think that these two teams are matched enough. Like, like think about it for the first time too in a long time. And I always look at Jason and be like, am I saying this right to make sure I'm not just way off? We got the number one seeds, which has 
never happened, right? We got, well, we've, we haven't had it in a long time. We've got the number one seeds, right? So that's saying something in itself, which means that you kind of got to play as close to mistake-free football as you can to win this game. And so I'm just looking for a really great game. I just wanted to put you on the spot to see if you can give me a score or something. And I know you got those psychic friends, so who knows what they've told you. But I am just, I am just really looking for a, uh, a really good game, which, which brings me to this, right? We got a guy who just gave up the game. Right. He just gave up the game. Uh, My guy, Tom Brady, just gave up the game. And it was reported a while back, even before the season was over, that Tom Brady, whenever he decided to hang him up, had a three hundred and seventy five million dollar 10 year deal on the table with Fox to broadcast. Um, Deal still there. And Tom Brady has officially retired. Now, while lots of folks are like, oh, my God, now that Tom Brady has retired, Next season, he's going to be in the broadcast booth. It has just come out, per Brady and his camp, that I'm going to take a year off. I'm coming back in 2024 to start the broadcasting. Now, strictly, let's start with Fan Frisco. I'm Fan Frisco. Fan Crisco. Fan Crisco. Not broadcast guy Crisco who knows what this job takes, who's one of the best at it. Give me Fan Crisco. What are your thoughts on Brady? taking a year off before he goes to the broadcast booth. Um, I'm, I'm happy for it. I mean, as a fan, you want to see more Tom Brady because it might be missing from your, from your Sunday routine. But if you're a real fan, then you've probably been listening to his podcast or his show with Larry Fitzgerald anyway. So you're kind of already familiar with him in the broadcasting or commentary or opinion space. So I'm cool with it, man. I mean, if, if I'm his fan, like I am, I want to make sure that he's mentally healthy, take some time, enjoy life, spend some time with the kids. Cause I've, as a human, I value family. And if that's what it's going to take for him to be hundred percent Tom Brady and be ready to go, then I'm for it. Now comment uh, like media guy, me, um, I'm thinking that's a smart move as well, because look what we're seeing already happen about the criticism of Tony Romo. They're already talking about how, uh, he's just been on a, a decline since he signed the bigger deal. Tony Romo's the same. He used to be so good at calling the games. Now he's just stick writing and he doesn't say anything really negative anymore or, or, you know, controversial and so or critical of the players. You know, uh, people are going to look at you whether Tom Brady might be the greatest commentator. He may be the worst. I don't know. But I still think it's good for the sports. It's good for the league. And uh, we'll see how it plays out. Yeah, you, you kind of went there because I, I I wanted to get there, and I'm glad that, that we are here with the with the Tony Romo comparison, right? Um, I'm always this guy. I never thought Tony Romo was that good of a broadcaster person. I didn't. I thought Tony Romo, Tony Romo actually, and I told Jason this a while back too, he was telling me things I didn't want to know. Like, I don't care about, I don't need you to give me the play. You know they're going to do a 46 right slash left. Hey, bro, I don't play the game. I don't need that. Right. And a lot of, but to your point though, a lot of people love Tony Romo for that part. Right. And they did. And I heard someone talking about this saying, uh, well, he don't need to take a year off because look at Tony Romo who didn't even play that good and, and look how good he was, but they were missing that part that you just threw in there. There's a lot of talk right now going on about how Tony Romo is pretty is a is really on the decline right now. Like they're having like almost like interventions they're calling them to try to get him to work on what he's supposed to be doing now, his craft of being a broadcaster. And Let me ask you, go ahead. What, do, do you think that maybe maybe the average viewer doesn't want to hear like they feel like you 
They don't want to hear that this is going to be, oh, double down. Look at the safety, how he's moving in position. They don't like all that. And let's just say the league or the networks was like, hey, Tony, can you just kind of back off the quote-unquote football nerd stuff and just give some insight or but not too deep? And maybe that kind of threw him off. Because, you know, you know, sometimes we have your IBs in your ear or when somebody's trying to tell you how to do your job on air or they're trying to tell you how to DJ, you're like, whoa, 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 whoa. I'm a paid professional. Let me do. I appreciate your concern or your feedback, but still let me kind of do what I do. And you constantly critiquing me as I'm going on or throughout the season is interrupting my flow to be naturally good at something. So maybe this past season he's been having more in his earpiece. Stop going too nerdy. Stop talking too much football. And this Maybe it's distracting him from being the Tony Romo that he wants to be in the booth, and that could be causing the decline, um, per se. Very good points. And here's my rebuttal to that. If you care about what you're doing, and, and I'll, I'll, I'll use me and you as a perfect example. I think that you are dope at what you do. When Ever since I met you and I seen you, I, I'm like, Crisco is one of them dudes, right? So then I did a little research on Crisco, and I'm like, he really is one of those dudes. So as I got into more of this talking thing, right, I wanted to make sure that when I came on here and I asked you to do this players playlist thing with me, that I matched and kept trying to elevate myself to make sure that I wasn't letting you down because I know the work that you put in to be the Crisco kid that you are. That's one thing I think you owe anybody that's your partner, producer, anything. I also think that in this job that we have, it takes a certain amount of ego to do what we do. You wouldn't even get into it. And, and I don't care what anybody says. Anybody in this entertainment thing, whether they're trying to be influencer, DJ, whatever, in front of that camera or somewhere around it, you've got a bit of an ego. But I do think you have to take that ego and put it in check because people are watching, right? I got people like, and I, and I give him his flowers all the time. Jason, when we're done with this a lot of times, I may talk to Jason for 15 more minutes about an idea I have, a thought. It could be something as simple as lighting or something that would work on my home studio because I want to get better at it. And I think that's what we all have to be open to. I'm not saying, Tom, I mean, I'm not saying Tony Roma wasn't open to that. But to me, if you're going to get better, if you're going to continue to grow, there's always going to be that person in our ear and they may not be there to your point live and producing. But I even 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 at simplest form, right? DJing. I tell every female that I meet, you know, why I ask you questions because supposedly you're who I want to make dance. How can I never ask you a record that you like? How can I now don't get me wrong. If I'm in the middle of a party, I don't want to hear your 27 requests and 18 phones in my face because I'm in a vibe. But if I, we're having dinner, you'd be like, yo, I heard this song. I'm going to check that out because if you like it, it's a it's a heavy possibility that six other chicks like that song. And we have to yep. be open to that. And that's what I say. Like, that's my point. And like I said, I'm, I'm like you. I don't know exactly what Tony Romo, what they, you know, what they're saying, where the decline started at. With me as a fan of watching football, I wasn't a big fan of his style because I didn't want to hear all the, yeah, it's going to, he's, I didn't want him telling me to play like, you know, they're about to do a 46 right slash stuff. Bro, I, I don't want to hear that. But on the flip side of that too, when I'm on Twitter, so many people act like Joe Buck sucks. And I love him and Troy Aikman. I do. So I love what you said, man. Um, and I really do appreciate that because no matter what the craft is, you're 100% right, man. We, we, if you want to be taken seriously in the space, our natural talent can guide us so far. And sometimes people wake up everyday talent. That's why I just call it wake up and be talented. Like you're just natural, God-given, blessed ability 
Um, it, it, people have skated by that their whole life, right? And I think sometimes, but if you really want to get to that other level and just be have the full respect among peers, you're right. You have to really study and find out what they do. What are their habits that make them effective, that make them successful? And then people will see that, wow, he's really putting the time. And it, it might be just as simple as opening up a break. It might be as simple as closing the break. But there are things that we I say simple because it's taken years to be able to open and close a break effectively, right? But it's really not. But to take the time to do diligence, to study, whether it's on-air broadcasting, whether it's, you know, whatever the case, whatever you may be doing, I think people appreciate when you take that extra time to develop your craft and take it to another level. So I agree with you 100%. I didn't even think about it that way. Eakin, the sage with more. Oh. <laughs> yeah, man. So, and, and to that, to that thing we we're talking about, right. I think Tom Brady, one of the things that he said is he wants to be really good at what he does. And he always has been right. Like, I mean, think about it, dude, six round draft choice and has come to win like what seven Super Bowls, Right. So there's a certain, and everybody talks about his work ethic, his attention to detail. And he says he wants to do that same thing when it comes to this broadcasting thing. So to your point, right. Like, you know, like we're both Tom Brady fans. Right. And I want the dude like you 23 years of giving his life on the pro level. This is not even leading up to it with high school and junior high and college. If the man takes a year break, who can really be mad at that? It's almost selfish. <laughs> yeah. and, and, and not to mention, if you're going to kind of retire, you have to take at least a year to retire because we know. Look, like how long? Okay, great. The game is three hours. What time do you get to the stadium? Yeah. yeah, yeah they're, they're, right? Right. And depending on the game and the vibe in the crowd, what time are you leaving? So your three-hour game is potentially a seven-hour production that you have to be there and be ready for. Now, if you're the announcer, or you're the broadcaster per se, and these different networks and the crews, you know, you're flying out. So, right, that day of travel, the day before. That, to me, all counts as preparation for, for a broadcast because you're taking time away from your home, away from your family, airport. Or I don't know if Tom takes a private jet. I'm sure he does, but well, he's got his own jet. But I'm just saying you have to take that time to be able to prepare and go. Check in your hotel. Traveling is fun and all that, but when it's a business, there are things that I think people don't really think about. So it's not just he shows up for the game and talks about football during that time. It's the time to be mentally prepared to leave the family, leave your house, make sure everything's good, fly, check in the hotel, eat your dinner, go over what's going to be happening, who's playing, what's the kind of script of the game or whatever. Then you got to wake up, then you prepare, and then you go for the game. And I think people don't see that. And so even though you retired from the game, the process, the same day routine of it not just being three hours will still exist for Tom Brady. So take your time. Don't brush it, bro. Right. And, and, and to another point <clears throat> that you made there, that's a big point. I think sometimes because people like him have lived so long in front of the camera, people forget that this dude has a real life. Like he's got kids, right? Like he's got kids that, what, what did you say you like to do? Take your kid to school. You want to pick days that you and your kid have lunch. Your, your kid wants to do certain things. And, and, and the one thing that I've learned, if I haven't learned anything else, anything else in all this game, you can never get the time back. So when you read all these memes and you see all this stuff, a dude like him is probably also trying to pay attention to that detail of like, look, yes, it's great to be Tom Brady, but I also want to be dad. 
I also, you know, and, and and everybody could see, I, you know, like I said, I never met his wife. I only saw them a couple of times here and there, and then I actually got to meet him. You could tell by all accounts, or at least what it looked like in front of the camera, that that man's family unit matters to him. Look at how his parents are still around at every game, and there's a hug and a kiss when he's coming through the tunnel. Like, you can tell that that part still matters to him. And I think sometimes that we forget the human part of these superstars and famous people that we love. And we start being like, well, they owe us this and they owe us that. You don't, who wants to be at their job? And, and you, when you leave your job at no disrespect FedEx or UPS or wherever you're a marketing director at, you're like, man, I want to go home now. You know? Yeah. yeah. So well, I don't know, Chris. There it is. <laughs> I think the Super Bowl. A lot going on. We're going to find out, uh, I guess uh, next week, will Philly, will Kansas city, Who's going to win and uh, how Philly will react as a city. Either way, take away the title, and I bet you won't be able to tell if they won or lost. And we'll see if uh, whose song will it be, Just Want to Rock, or will it be Dreams and Nightmares? That will be the anthem. We will find out. And, um, yeah, watch me as I go live from uh, Super Bowl week. Got a lot of stuff happening um, all week long. At Crisco Kid. Yeah, I I... I'm going to say this because I ain't afraid. I'm a fan. So right now, Jason, this is me cutting all my notifications for Crisco's IG so that when he goes live, I get the notifications. When Crisco posts, I get the notifications. I'm going to be in Phoenix one way or the other. I'm going to be in Phoenix one way or the other. They'll be like, Ike, what's all that in your story? Don't worry about where I got it from. Be stealing stuff from Crisco's story, posting it like I'm out there. Be like, hey, man, can you get the Crisco part out of it? We need to mute it. I need yeah. to overdub it. I need to overdub it. I got it. <laughs> I'll see the footage. Hey, and let me end like this. Here's here's the real winner, and this is what I asked her to. Can you see what that is? Who is that, Crisco? You're a winner either way. Oh, is that is that mom with the with the two sons? That's Mama Kelsey right there. there and you with go. the high five. I said you're a winner either way. She's That's- the only winner of Super Bowl 57. Mama Kelsey. Man, can you can you can you? But that but that dinner, that family dinner over the next summer, somebody's gonna have lots of fun. It's gonna be. I wonder if their house like Peyton and Eli, boy, because I can imagine Peyton and Eli, right? Like for the longest time, Peyton was probably like, "Hey, hey, hey," and then Eli finally got one, and he was like, "Hold up, bro, not the same." <laughs> hey, Crisco, man, uh, have all the fun as I know you will, man. And and like I said, man, I'm I'm gonna be got my notifications turned on peeping you out out there man and if you're getting that drake party you know if you're getting that that drake hanger party you know definitely go live a couple of times in there i need to get that experience i'm gonna get my beard lined up to look as drake as possible maybe they'll let me in as fake drake or chubby drake i don't know what we're gonna have to make happen here but we'll find out and i want to talk about brothers relationships in football after uh after the game next week too because i think it's interesting the kelsey's the watts the mannings um i i think there's a there's something special there uh in the league uh, even the twin brothers that played for the Giants at one point. Weren't they the, didn't they play for the Giants? Uh, you got to Hey, look, man, I, look, man, I'm man enough to admit I don't remember all that stuff. So I usually look at Jason for that. And oh, the, what? Guy. the what? Pouncy, the Pouncy brothers. There you go. The Pouncy brothers that played for the Giants. See how I get that? See how I look over at the producer extraordinaire? Man, let me tell you something, man. Jason is a walking database of sports stuff, right? When I need it quick, I just turn. I just turn. I just, I just turn. You know what I was talking about? He knew. The yeah, plan. he knew. That's he you know. You were no, bro. It was nothing like you weren't on the right track. I just 
couldn't confirm it. So I'm hey, look, I'm man enough to admit to anybody watching the players' playlist. This is a good time for me. I'm getting better at the stats part of it, but I would I love having these healthy and fun conversations with you. So I ain't trying to tell nobody that I'm Stephen A. Smith yet. I ain't trying to tell nobody that I, that I'm Skip. You know, I'm not even Shannon yet. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to go to Club Shay Shay either, but I'm not even Shannon. But I'm still having a good time with it. Crisco, where can they find you at on social? Yep, one more time, man. Everything at Crisco Kids, C-R-I-S-C-O-K-I-D-D, TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Yeah. All I'm saying is if you want to feel like you're in the Super Bowl experience this week, follow that dude right there because he's got it popping off, man. Shouts out to Roxy, too. Power 99 uh, over in Philly every morning. I appreciate her, and she will be back next week. So we kind of know what we're going to be talking about next week, right? We're going to be talking about how Philly is after the game, whether they've won or lost, um, which to Crisco's credit, I think they're about the same. <laughs> um, and then, you know, we'll get into this this family relationship around these big games. I like that, Crisco. So, um, again, have a good time. Be safe out there and don't do nothing I wouldn't do, which leaves you a lot of room. <laughs> I am DJ Eakin, man, at DJ Eakin across all the socials, at DJ Eakin TV on the YouTube. And uh, this is the Players Playlist, man. I appreciate you, Crisco. All love, man. Thank you so much for giving me the time. And, uh, again, hey, man, Drake in the hangar. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> I'm gone. <laughs>